We thank you for what you have been doing in our lives. Thank you for what we are still going to do. We give you all the glory, all the honor, because you have power over every impossibility. We are here this hour once again to present our cases before you. Father, please intervene in every situation of our life, even as we present them to you this hour in the mighty name of Jesus. King of glory, let testimony emerge after this service in the name of Jesus. Thank you, King of glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen and amen. You are welcome once again in the mighty name of Jesus. We are starting another series today. Never again. I want you to repeat it wherever you are. Never again. Never again shall I be put to shame. Part one is what we are going to deal with this afternoon. Never again. Before then, I want us to bow down and head for the first session of the prayer. Say, Father, in the name that is above every other name, the name of Jesus, I shut the door of my life against any form of ridicule and shame as from today, in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, I shut the door of my life against any form of ridicule, any form of shame, any form of reproach. As from today, in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. Devil is the author of shame and reproach and ridicule. Say no to it as from today. Say, Father, I close the door of my life, the door of my family, against every form of ridicule, every form of shame, every form of reproach. In the mighty name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. 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 In Jesus Mighty name, we have prayed. Say, Father, please, let those who want me to be ridiculed, let them be ridiculed instead. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and pray. As many that want me to be put to shame, let them be put to shame instead. In the name of Jesus, let them be put to shame instead. Let them be put to shame instead. Let them be put to shame instead. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. As many that want me to be put to shame, as many that want my home, my family to be put to shame, let them be put to shame instead. In the mighty name of Jesus, open your mouth and pray. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Open your mouth and pray and say, Father, say better, say, Father, give me voice, a louder voice over that of my adversaries as from today. Silent the voice of my adversaries. Give me a louder voice. Over their voices in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. Father, in the name that is above every other name, give me a louder voice over the voices of my enemies as from today, as from this hour, in the name of Jesus. Give me a louder voice over the voice of my adversaries in the name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. Thank you, King of glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. You pray again and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, let shame, let ridicule, let reproach become a stranger to me and my household. Open your mouth and pray. Lord God Almighty, in the name that is above every other name, 
In the name of Jesus, let shame, let ridicule, let reproach become a stranger to me and to my household. In the name of Jesus, let it become a stranger. 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 In the name of Jesus, let shame, let ridicule, let reproach become a stranger to me and my household as from today. In the name of Jesus, thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And so, Father, we thank you this hour. Thank you because you are the Lord over every situation. We pray this hour, Lord Jehovah, let shame, let ridicule, let reproach become a stranger to every one of us in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray again that Lord Jehovah, the Lord God Almighty, the Lord of us, please give your children voice over their enemies in the name of Jesus. Louder voice over that of their enemies in the mighty name of Jesus. Everyone that wants you to be ridiculed shall be ridiculed instead in the name of Jesus. In the name that is above every other name, as you have decreed with your mouth, every door of shame, every door of ridicule, every door of reproach against your life is shut as from today. In the name of Jesus, so shall it be. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen and amen. Never again, part one. Let's open our Bible to Second Kings chapter 4, verses 1, right from verse 1, Second Kings chapter 4. <clears throat> now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead, and thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord, and the Creator. And the Creator is come to take him, and the Creator, rather, is come to take unto him my two sons to be born men. And Elisha said unto her, What shall I do for thee? Tell me, what hast thou in the house? And she said, Thy handmaid had not anything in the house, save a pot of oil. Then he said, Go, borrow the vessels abroad. Of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels, borrow not a few. And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons, and shalt pour out into all those vessels. And thou shalt set aside that which is full. So she went from him and shut the door upon her and upon her sons. Who brought the vessels to her, and she poured out. And it came to pass, when the vessels were full, that he said unto her son, Bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, There is not a vessel more. And the oil stayed. That is the word of the Lord. Joel chapter 2 verse 27. Joel chapter 2 verse 27 says, and ye shall know that I in the midst of I am in the midst of Israel, that, and that I am the Lord your God, and none else, and my people shall never be ashamed. I decree to somebody listening to my voice all over the globe this 
hour. I say you shall never be ashamed again in the name of Jesus. Shame will become a stranger. Ridicule will become a stranger. Reproach will become a stranger to you and to your household as on today in the name of Jesus. Never again. Refers to the following. It means at no any other time hereafter. This kind of a team shall not happen. Say, so, I know any other time hereafter. Or after this, not this kind of a again, a thing again will happen. You know what do happen before somebody will say that? When there's a terrible situation, a tragedy, an evil occurrence. You say it, tap your feet on the ground as a child of God and say, never again shall this happen in my life again. Never again shall this occur in this family again. Never again shall people gather to, con- to console me and my family. Never again means a situation shall not be repeated again. A certain situation shall not be repeated again. It also means an end has come to such a problem. This problem your thoughts will never come up again. It also means such problems shall not be had or mentioned concerning us, concerning our household again. And on and on and on. Never again shall I be put to shame. It's a word of determination. It's a word of prophecy. It's a word of courage. You look at yourself and you prophesy to yourself. Say as from today, never again shall I weep. Never again shall I suffer. Never again. And on and on and on like that. And as you decree prophetically to yourself, so shall it be for you. Because Bible says you shall decree a thing. If you are a child of God, you decree a thing and it shall come to pass in your life. That will be your portion. In the name of Jesus we are talking of shame because what we are discussing today is never again shall I be put to shame when you are talking of shame shame is a state of dishonor and a state of ridicule and reproach in the life of a man when something happens and you cannot raise your head up again that's a shameful situation shameful situation Shame comes as a result of many things. For instance, when you are naked, it's shameful. Because after all, normally you know that physically every human being is supposed to be clothed. But when you, ha- you experience nakedness in any area of life, not even physically again, alone. Because if anybody is naked physically, that is height of a problem. That is insanity. And I pray for as many that have lost their sanity in one way or the other, no matter how low the degree is, today, never again shall it be mentioned in your life. As God did it in the life of the man, man of gathering, he will do it in your own life today. Receive your sanity in the mighty name of Jesus. When you are naked financially in every area of life, there comes shame. When you are defiled, there comes shame. 
Like it happens all over the places today. The father defiling the, the daughter. Brother defiling the, the, you know, the junior. Senior defiling the junior. There's always a shame. In the case of Amnon and Tamar, in the book of 2 Samuel chapter 13, Tamar was saying, if you do this to me, when will my shame go? Everywhere I get to, they'll be looking at me with the eyes of shame and ridicule. Nakedness, defilement brings shame. I am praying for as many rape victims that is here listening to me all over the globe today. The Lord will cover your nakedness. The Lord will cover your nakedness. Shame, the garment of shame shall be removed totally off your neck in the name of Jesus Christ. When somebody hates you and say you can never be anything, you, you can't be anything. Like it happened in the life of Jephthah in the book of Joshua chapter 11 verses 1 to 5. The siblings had written him up that nothing good can come out of him. They sent him away in shame. Go out. You don't belong here. But at last, God removed the garment of shame from Jephthah and put it upon his sibling. I am praying for somebody listening to me this hour. Every garment of shame that the enemy has put upon you shall be removed today and be returned to the neck of your enemy. If you believe that, shout a believing amen. Shame, come. When the strong man that feels I'm the strong man who is an arrestor become arrested. Oh, I am this, I am that. And he's now arrested. That's shame. Look at the army of Syria in the book of Second Kings chapter 6. Oh, they said go and arrest Elisha. And the God there, they saw Elisha, they could not recognize Elisha because they have been blindfolded. He captured all of them alive and fed them and said, Lord, open their eyes and let them go. What can be shameful more than that? You want to be an arrestor, you become an arrested. I am praying for somebody listening to me today. Every of the arrestors, wherever they are hiding, they shall become arrested in the mighty name of Jesus. Shame used to come when somebody is boastful. I am this. Don't you know me? I will show you. I will show you. I'll make sure that that job, you lose that job. And at the end of the day, he loses the job before you. Is that not shameful? We have had several cases where the, 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 the boss wanted to sack the junior. And before he did it, the boss was sacked and the junior was placed instead. What can be shameful more than this? I declare to everybody listening to me now, everyone that is boasting, everyone that is beating his chest, that I will see to your end. I decree to your life, you will see to their end in the mighty name of Jesus. What do we learn in this, our lead uh, scripture? Second Kings chapter 4, verses 1 to 7. Concerning the wife or the widow of the late son of the prophet. We have some lessons to learn there. It shows us that you, as a, you can be a child of God, yet you may not enjoy divine benefits if you don't know your rights. The man lived a righteous life, lived as a minister of God, yet he lost divine benefits for ignorance sake. Bible tells us in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 12, Deuteronomy 28 verse 12. 
He said, the Lord shall open unto these his good treasure, the heaven to give the rain on to thy land in the season, and to bless all the work of thy hand. And thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. That is the divine benefits. But some children of God can still lose it if they don't know their rights. You are listening to me this hour. You must know your rights. You must know your position in Christ. If you read Deuteronomy chapter, one, chapter 28 verse 1, it says, If you can hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord your God, and you obey Him to do the following these days, then the other blessing attached will be for you. Maybe you are listening to me now. You disobey the word of God on one side and obey on the other side. The book of James chapter 2 verse 10 says, tells us that when you are guilty in one, you are guilty in all. And for you not to lose divine benefits, you must be fully and totally obedient to the word of God. When you borrow, it's another lesson to learn. When you borrow, you become a servant to the lender. That is what the Bible tells us in the book of uh, Proverbs 22 verse 7. Proverbs 22 verse 7. That the borrower is the servant of the lender. You could imagine how that lender, that creditor was boasting that day. That he came to meet this, uh, what do you call it, the, 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 the widow. He did, he did not even feel for this widow. That the husband left them, you know, nobody to care for them. He came and said, listen. By this time of tomorrow, if you don't pay my money, I will come and carry your two, children, your two sons or bondmen. That's boastful. Boastful. He was so boastful. Also, he, he, knows, he made sure he threatened this woman. I am praying for somebody listening to me. Every situation that is threatening your existence now, they will bow for your sake in the name of Jesus. He threatened this woman. Very sure the woman was afraid. Because a borrower is always a servant to the lender. When your lender talks, you know, when he talks in anger, you keep silence. Like you owe rent. And your landlord comes knocking. If you are eating, you have to close that food and go and keep it. Because you will never like him to see that you are eating. You will say, see him. He's eating chicken. Why is owing me, you know, my rent? Is a borrower is a servant to the lender. This man was raging in anger, and the woman was ashamed. I, that had the ministers of God as my husband, could see go through all this shame. But listen today, weeping may endure for a night. Bible says, joy comment in the morning. This woman never knew that joy was knocking at the door that hour. Listen, I pray based on this word of God. Wherever you are now, you are crying. You are weeping behind the Lord. You are saying, Lord, how can I suffer this way? Your joy cometh in the name of Jesus. Lender can embarrass the borrower. The borrower has nothing to do. Your landlord comes and begins to harass you, talk anything against you, you keep quiet because you have no voice. The borrower has no voice. But I am telling you today because you have Jesus, the author of life, the creator of heaven and earth as your God, 
you have a greater voice. It will speak for you. In any situation, it will arise on your behalf. It will speak for you. In the name of Jesus. Because the Bible says, wherever the word of the king is, it says there is power there. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 8. Wherever the word of the king is, there is power. And whatever he says, who is the fellow that will say, what have you said? When God says, that debt you owe is going to be written off. Who is that fellow that will say it's not going to be possible? That day, God said, that will be the last day this woman will be ashamed. Never again shall you go through shame again. And before you know it, the woman woke up as a debtor in a day. By the time she was going to bed that day, she became a creditor. Listen, I pray for somebody listening to the sound of my voice this hour. Wherever, whatever situation you find yourself this morning, are you owing? Are you owing your landlord? Are you owing your business partner? Are you owing loan from the bank? And it's like the load is heavy on your neck. I pray for you today. The Lord attended to this widow. We attend to you now in the name of Jesus. How is going to be written off? That is not your business. God has power. And nobody can challenge him. The day this woman woke up as a creditor, panting, thinking that how will I do? This man is coming very soon. God will have been smiling that I will show forth my greatness in your life today. And so as God has determined it, he showed forth his greatness upon the life of that widow. I am praying for somebody listening to the sound of my voice. My God will show his greatness concerning your situation. That situation of your life that you look confused, you look, you know, depressed about it. He will show himself forth concerning your life in the name of Jesus. And everybody that knew you before, that will know you after today, they see you after today, they will say, this can only be God. What does it mean to be ashamed? When somebody could not talk, where his contemporaries are shouting, you can't talk. Because you have one lack. Because you have one shortcoming or the other. You can't talk. Let's see the case of Hannah and Penina. Contemporaries. Colleagues. Fellow wives in the same house. But Hannah could not talk. Hannah could not talk. Because every time Penina, we, you know, we stare at hunger. Bible say Penina used to provoke her soul. To provoke somebody's soul means she will say some things that make you to be downcast. To begin to think as if is there God at all? That is the work of the enemy. Maybe you are listening to me. You have had this experience before, or you are having it now. Somebody begin to talk and you cannot talk because you have a shortcoming and you begin to look at your life from beginning to the end. Is there really God for me? I want you to know there is God. The God you are serving is the God that answers prayer. The God that honors his word more than in his name. If you can call upon him with all your heart 
as Anna did in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 1 verses 10 and 11. Anna cried bitterly unto God. God said, today an end has come. Never again shall you be called a barren woman. I am praying for somebody listening to me now. Are you called barren? You cannot be barren. Because God has not created you to be barren. The commandment of God for you in the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 28 that you should go and multiply and reproduce. If there's anything going wrong in you, in your system, that is just for temporary time. Not permanent. It shall be over. And very soon, never again shall it be said you are barren. When God visited Anna and then came to that statement in the mouth of Penina, she could not call, she could not call her barren again, never again. The door to shame, the door to ridicule, the door to reproach, shots against Penina. She was silenced, never to be heard again. I decree to somebody listening to, to the sound of my voice today, as on today, never again, shall you be called by your problem again. And the Lord will silence your enemy. And their voice will never be heard again. In the mighty name of Jesus. Maybe somebody wants to embarrass you because of the circumstance you are passing through. They talk to you as if you are a rag. They talk to you as if you are, you, you are non-entity. Listen. You are serving a living God. Bible says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You are carrying the most high God. The one that is greater than the greatest. No one can ridicule God. Anyone that ridicules you is ridiculing God. Whenever you are ridiculed, face God and report. Give that report to God. See, and can, can you hear, Lord? This is what these people are saying concerning me. And your name is at stake. God will respond. And God will respond to you in the mighty name of Jesus. When you are failing, where others are succeeding, there's likeliness for you to be, to be ridiculed. See, eh? That's how you'll be running up and down. At the end of the day, nothing will come out of it. That's reproach. But when you put in little efforts and great results comes out, you become a model. You become a reference point. I am praying for somebody listening to me today. You will become a reference point in success. You will become a reference point in, in, you know, in good things of life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Never again shall you be disgraced. In any situation, in the name of Jesus, anyone that wants to disgrace you, the Lord will disgrace them. In the name of Jesus. Goliath and the Philistines, I mean, they rose up that faith today to disgrace the Israelites and his God. But who is he that can disgrace his maker? Little David came up. And say, you came to me with spear, with this and that, but I am coming unto you in the name of the Lord of hosts, whom thou hast defiled. He has reported them to God. God, your name is at stake. They have defiled your name. What he's saying is, let God arise. I am praying for somebody today. 
the Lord will arise for you. In that situation you find yourself, the Lord will arise for you. The Lord will arise for you. The Lord will fight that battle in the name of Jesus. Shame comes when something happens to you and you are speechless. Speechless. In the book of Matthew chapter 22, verses 11 to 12, that rich man called a feast, wedding feast, and everybody sat, and there sat a man without uniform. He was spotted out of the congregation. You could imagine the kind of shame. You could imagine the kind of reproach. You could imagine the kind of, you know, ridicule that that man faced. They singled him out, and they marched him out. Hey, maybe you are facing any kind of ridicule today. Never again shall you experience it again in the name of Jesus. Shame comes through different situations. David ridiculed himself in the presence of his subordinates, Uriah. When the senior does something that is that can debase him in the presence of his subordinates, shame we emerge. For David, the, 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 no, no, the captain of the host of all Israel, has many wives. You can even say, I need that woman. I want to marry her. But instead of that, you took her and slept with her and killed the husband. And when Nathan, the man of God, was revealing the mind of God to David, in parable, David made pronounced judgment. And Nathan said, you are the one. Oh God, you are the one. You can imagine the shame that will cover David that day. When you do something in the secrets, thinking that it cannot be open, and at the end of the day, it comes open. What can be shameful more than that? I am praying today, any form of shame that the enemy, the game, oh no, no, the, the stage of shame and ridicule that the enemy has arranged and prepared for you to climb, they will climb it in your, in your stead in the mighty name of Jesus. Nothing like shame shall be your portion. Say to yourself, I shall never be ashamed again. Never again shall I be ashamed. In the name of Jesus. Brethren, for you not to be ashamed, you must be closer to the Almighty God. The God of Israel. The one that can take shame away. When you remove shame, you replace it with glory and honor. If you want honor, you need to come closer to Him. Because shame and ridicule is for sinner. Travail. Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verse 26. Travail, suffering and ridicule is for sinner. Maybe you are listening to me wherever you are today. You are here to give your life to Jesus. Very soon now, another call shall be made. But what is the condition? You must believe and trust in the almighty God and his ability. That is the one that can settle your matter. He's the one that can settle your matter. 
Jeremiah chapter 27. And 32 verse 27 has told us, The Lord God Almighty, is there anything too difficult for Him to do? No! Nothing is difficult for Him. He will settle your case today. Say to yourself, He will settle my case today. For you to be above shame and ridicule, you must always learn to declare the faithfulness of the Almighty God in your life. David said in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 34 to 35. 1 Samuel 17, 34 to 35. He said, there was a time I was on the field with the sheep of my father. The lion came, the bear came, I caught them and told them to peace. That is, he showed the faith, he declared the faithfulness of God. And he said, the same God that gave me victory over the lion and bear will surely give me victory over you. And at the end of the day, he got the victory. And for you again, to have victory over shame and ridicule, you must be diligent. You must be hardworking. Hardworking and diligent. Proverbs 22 verse 29. Say, thou a man diligent in his business. He shall stand before kings. Bold. And he shall not stand before me, men. Lastly, as I said, maybe you are listening to me, you are here to give your life to Jesus. The first victory you need is victory over sin. I want you to bow down your head wherever you are. You want to give your life to Jesus. You are alone there. Nobody sees you, but God is seeing you. I wish you can close your eyes and begin to talk to God. Confess your sins. And tell God, I forsake them as on today. As on today, I surrender my totality unto you, Lord. You be my God and I will be your son and I will be your daughter. I will follow you as on today to the end of my life. Open your, mouth, open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. The Lord that can hear, the Lord that can forgive, the Lord that can save, can listen to you. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. And so, Father, I commit all these your children that paid that prayer unto your hands. Please, by your mercy, save them. Wash them clean with the blood of Jesus. And write their names in the book of life. As from today, anything called shame, anything called dishonor, anything called ridicule and reproach, take it away from them. Thank you, King of Glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let's pray the second set of prayer. Open your mouth and say, Father, say it better. Wipe away my tears and give me a new name. Wipe away my tears even as from today and give me a new name. What is people calling you? What are they calling you? What are people calling you? Are they calling you barren? Lord, give me a new name. Are they calling you poor? Lord, give me a new name. Are they calling you sick? God, give me a new name. Open your mouth and pray. Father, give me a new name. Lord, wipe away my tears, Lord, and give me a new name as from today. Give me a new name. Mother of children. Father of children. Give me a new name. Give me a new name. Give me a new name. Every name that goes with shame. Father, remove them from me today. Dissociate us from them. Lord, give me a new name. Give me a new name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Pray again and say, Father, 
Give me speed to recover my lost ground. All that I've lost before now. Lord, give me speed. Give me speed. Give me speed. Give me speed to recover them. Give me speed to recover them. Maybe you are supposed to have been carrying about three children. When God gives you speed, at a go, your wife, you have three children. Yes, that is how God can give you a speed. Yes, give me a speed to recover what I have lost. Give me a speed to recover what I have lost. Maybe you have spent the greater part of your life in somebody's house as a tenant. God can give you a speed. Somebody can walk to you and say, take this key. That is your own house. It is not impossible. Open your mouth and pray with faith unto the Almighty God. Who has been doing like that in the past? Who is still doing it now? Who can still do it again? Lord, give me speed to recover my lost ground. Give me speed to recover my lost ground. Thank you, King of Glory. Thank you, Lord of us. In Jesus' mighty name, again, we pray. Amen. You pray again and say, In the name of Jesus, never again shall I experience wasted efforts. Father, Lord, let every effort of mine as from today begin to yield result. Let every effort I put in as from today begin to yield effort. In Jesus' name, never again shall I experience wasted efforts. Never again, never again, never again, never again, never again shall I experience wasted efforts. Give me speed, Lord. Give me speed to recover. Lord Jehovah, I refuse to experience wasted efforts. Every little effort I put now, Lord, let it yield great results. Let it yield great results. Let it yield great results. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Before we round out our prayer, bring out your offering. Our service is not complete without an offering. I want you to begin to speak to that offering. Some of us will find it difficult to pay offering. You are cheating yourself. I want you to pray to that offering. What do you want? We don't want again. Begin to say it. By the virtue of this offering, never again will I experience spiritual, uh, financial crisis. Never again shall I be poor. Never again shall I borrow. Never again shall I be looked down upon. Use that offering as a point of contact. I begin to fire the, the arrow of never again. Bar to the sender. Begin to fire the arrow of never again. Begin to fire it in any direction that concerns you. Begin to fire it. Never again. Never again. Never again. Shame. Never again shall you be mentioned in my life. Shame. Never again shall you be mentioned in my household. Begin to fire that arrow of never again concerning your life. Thank you, King of Glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Our Father and our God, please, Lord, we thank you for the opportunity you have given unto us today. Lord, to be blessed of you. Please, ancient of days, accept us and our offerings in the name of Jesus. Lord, everything that brings ridicule, never again shall they come closer to us again in the name of Jesus. Financial ridicule, never again. Spiritual ridicule, never again. Marital ridicule, never again. Thank you, King of Glory. Accept us and our offerings. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen and amen. If you want to pay online, you pay onto RCCG Edo Province 2, Access Bank 
0055-955-478. Access Bank 0055-955-478. As you drop your offering, it shall be well with you. Begin to ask God now something, something special. Your, your personal request now in few seconds. Present it to God. Having dropped your offering, present your personal request to God. What is that thing you don't want again in your life? Fire the arrow of never again against them. In the mighty name of Jesus. Pray, 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 pray. Thank you, King of Glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. The Almighty God, the Lord of us, we attend to your request. Today and always, in the mighty name of Jesus. As many that aim at disgracing you, they shall face utter disgrace of their life. In the mighty name of Jesus. For your present shame, the Lord will give you double, double promotion, double elevation, double, you know, uh, uh, progress. In the name of Jesus. Shame and reproach shall become stranger unto you. They shall become stranger unto your household. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, never again shall you be rejected. Never again shall you be disgraced. Never again shall you be ridiculed. Never again shall you be reproached. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen and amen. God bless you for being there this week again. We want to advise you to visit our Facebook, RCCG, Abundant Life Parish, like our page, view all our messages, share with your friends and make comments. And also you can visit our YouTube channel, at rccgabl Subscribe to this channel. We want you to encourage us in this area. Subscribe and share with people and make comments. And it shall be well with you. We shall see you next week. The Lord tarries and is coming. Not see you alone. See you with testimony. Shalom.